Meanwhile. Hey everyone, this is uh, Meanwhile by Tribe. So today we have with us uh, Janmaja Daros JD. Hi. From uh, UG2 Film and Video. What's up, guys? So uh, today we thought, uh, here in the team, we thought we'd talk about traveling as far as a creative or a designer is concerned. But uh, before we go into all that, Deepak, so we've had uh, interviews last week yeah. for uh, new members of the team. So mm-hmm. we've had one round go down. Mm-hmm. So what more have we planned? Uh, so there, there were a couple of messages and uh, a lot of our own batchmates and second years wanted to apply as well. So they said they, uh, they asked us if we could hold the interviews again and we decided we will. So there's a second round of uh, tribe interviews this coming Monday at uh, 4.30, the same time, same place, uh, S6. So do show up if you uh, want to be part of the team and, uh, you know, the more people we have on the team, then the more content we get to produce and we can really expand into God knows where, like, take it to new places. Uh, just to sort of uh, reiterate what we're looking for, what sort of people are we looking for and what they what do we want them to do for the team? So first and foremost, we want to hear what their vision is for Tribe and the whole... Uh, club uh where they think this can go uh but more specifically we wanted pe- uh, writers or even hosts for the show we wanted people to handle the social media account and uh, look for people networking so that we can find a, a good range of people to talk to and produce content on very soon we'll also be doing a lot of uh, live uh events like we had suggestions for exhibitions and uh open mics and jam sessions and all sorts of stuff so yeah those are the three main things that we were looking for we'll put out the details again on our social media account all right that's great so monday isn't it yes monday 4 30 so they can dm us yes definitely right okay so getting back to the episode we have here with us today deepak ramrao we have uh, vamika i'm arvind and like i said janma jadaros jd so guys tell me uh in general how much do you value traveling Personally, not not work wise, not uh, not in the context of anything college related, just in general. What what about you? Tell me, Jay. So, I value traveling a lot. I do travel a lot. Every every opportunity get, I just go out. Even <clears throat> even when it's like even even if I'm not going with a set destination in mind or whatever it may be, most of the time I just go out. Even when I'm at home, I'll take the car when I'm, you know, there's too much going on. I just take the car and go out for a ride. It helps me, you know, think. Especially when I can't think about my scripts or whatever it may be. I just go out, I come back. And I think you do that too. Definitely. A lot yes. of the times. Yes, yes. You go out on your bike and you just alone. This, this in particular really, just not <clears throat> with a fixed destination in mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. It is just... It might sound really odd and uh, pretentious, but it is what it is. It's just about moving, just about the journey. Not with a set destination, which is go and you take a round, you come back. But yeah, true. It just, it really, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it calms me down or gets me thinking. It it does something, it feels damn nice, regardless. It's not always the same. Could it's be, not. Could be Different experiences. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Deepak? Um, so I don't, I don't have the... <laughs> like I, I don't get to um, travel without any destination the thing is when we uh, travel usually we travel with, like you know with the family so we always uh, 
plan where to go. But then uh, the thing is, in my family, my mom is very insistent on travel, and she is, you know, she just has this thing where the whole family has to travel at least once in a year, and uh, I think it's a um, wake up call kind of thing. Because when you go to different destinations and you see uh, so much more than the environment that you're actually just going about every day, it's a sort of realignment of uh, your thoughts and your goals. Then you start thinking about where you want to be and how you want to get there. The other other kinds of places that you can see and everything. So what if no, like not in terms of uh, say you were talking about traveling in the context of not going somewhere far with your family or hmm. you no, know, it's not a trip. But say just moving about where you live or you know from where we are right now in the hostel, maybe just go in a Pune and come back. So what what do you have to say about this? Just just moving around, not specifically going somewhere you know with it, with with friends or with family or not necessarily. I mean, I think there is like too much pressure on like travel. It's like you feel like you have to go to a different place to actually travel somewhere. But then I think it can also mean like just going. to to a place which is like 10 minutes away but then but then it's it's something new you have maybe cycled there or you have like gone there for the first time it doesn't have to be like you have to go to a whole new city altogether to like actually travel because everybody can't afford to do that so i think everybody has to have like their own means of different kinds of travel but then i think there is also like too much pressure which is there like i said like because for traveling like like you have to you know like travel somewhere far or like go on a bike or like go in a jeep but like i don't think it has to be like that all the time so obviously it means different things it to means different things exactly uh-huh. and, and and i think the main point of it is is actually to, to like have like new experiences or like you know to like go somewhere which is like out of your own comfort zone and i think that's what defines travel also where you move around but 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 it's something which is out of your comfort zone so yeah talking about this moving out of our uh, comfort zones doing something new So uh, last summer break, Jerry and I we went down to South India. I went home and uh, Jerry came with me as well. We went on a motorcycle. It was what eighteen hundred twenty two hundred twenty two hundred twenty two hundred kilometers in total. That was what ten day. It was a ten day trip. Yeah. Is it? So what do you can you tell them about the whole? Uh, uh, okay. Just on a very ground <clears throat> level basis. Basically, we covered the entire. Of like the entire all four states of South India, Andhra. I think we did for a short while. For a short while, huh. it just came. We checked our map and we were in Andhra. So like, wow. That's when the crazy drivers came. Ah, drivers. Yeah, but yeah, it was like, it was like a battle with all forces of nature. <laughs> Literally, we got stuck. We got stuck in the desert. You know, not in the desert. Like it was huh. a dried up Kaveri River. River. Huh. We got stuck there. You know, video, I think of one of the uh, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of it's been documented. This was just damn stupid, by the way. We just uh, <laughs> rode. We saw the river. Jerry said, yeah. "Stop." Okay, okay. We saw the river. Yeah. We went down. We went what ten feet, fifteen feet, and we already knew that it was a mistake. There's no going back. There was no going back. We got off the motorcycle, and the motorcycle is standing there no. in the sand. But yeah, so scorching heat was <laughs> one of the forces. Then rains, heavy wind, and no proper rain gear. No, nothing at, at all. all. We are prioritizing our luggage. We are waterproofing our luggage, and then we have the bare minimum rain gear on. There was a lot of quick thinking and jogard happening. So we had a GoPro, but we never had a GoPro mount. Mm. So we were, you know, we we were on YouTube and you know we we're looking around 
and this is the point i think we were in kodai at that kodai ha we were like dude we've come this far we have a gopro we hadn't made anything so this guy had the arvin had a really smart idea we went to some hardware store got those four airport security ziplocks ha huh. and we attached the gopro like very as a jogar type <laughs> way mein we attached it to the bike ka where did we crash guard crash guard yeah and that worked out pretty well like we have so much footage now <laughs> of us just going so yeah but the entire trip we went to hampi we went from pune to hampi hampi to bangalore stayed at deepak's place for two days bang bangalore to chennai chennai, chennai yeah. to pondi pondi to kodai kodai to munnar somewhere near munnar and then finally to cochin that's where our bike trip ended then we went and so started another trip yeah after that so how long did this whole trip span 10 10 days isn't it 10 days yeah 10 days we did stay in stay places but i think more than that more than just uh, the places we saw like you said we stayed at hampi for a night we stayed at bangalore chennai i think definitely we did enjoy all this obviously how hampi was is totally different from bangalore chennai or kodaikanal the cities the places we stayed at were different but more than that the whole journey the whole trip we didn't ride at night much by the way and obviously which is it's on it's the highway for about what 8 9 hours a day straight and it was not dull all the time mm-hmm. you would that that does happen i think which that happened to me anyways if it's just you know if it's just on the highway just going straight without any turns it does get dull after a while but this was a whole different kind of experience for me obviously the first time i'm doing something like this and i'm i'm sure jd's also doing this for the first time and i think like i said the whole journey itself is a lot you see a lot you meet a lot of different kind of people which is again definitely first time for me and you're doing this with someone that again adds to the whole thing like while coming back i came back on my own and that again was a totally different kind of trip where you know we're not i i didn't stop all that much there was i was not inclined to stop i was not uh, i didn't feel the need to stop you know look at things and hey for, hey what is happening here what is this place about i i didn't do any of that there was just about riding while but then while going down south this it was a totally different experience it's there's this is a sense of a yeah I, i don't know what i meant to ask like what were you guys thinking during this whole yeah. ride you know so another thing i want to add is uh, you don't really get to know somebody properly until you're traveling with them or at least mm-hmm. you're out of your comfort zone right you're going somewhere you you know you have all of these new situations you're facing new problems everything and how that other person deals with those kind of problems how you deal right. with them you really get to know them better this won't happen when you're staying with your flatmate every day those are completely different kind of pro- huh. kind of problem yeah but this is like a new you're you don't have anyone else to help you you're on your own and some of the things both of you don't know the answer to yeah you just have to figure out on figure it out especially with the length i think so 10 there's no possible way we can have filters between the both of us mm-hmm. in in a sense we stuck with each other for a period of time for a week or so and after a while there's no you know being nice for the sake of it or any of that you just there is no filter you just trying to get through the whole thing like the other person is same thing and i think that's what's beautiful about it, it and obviously the machine damn crucial we damn happy it never give up on us mm-hmm. it was no problem no problems whatsoever we had a tiny accident tiny 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 stupid yeah. accident tiny tiny, tiny uh, stupid accident 
Where? What, what, what exactly happened? So the Zenova, there was a bus in front, the bus or lorry or from heavy vehicle. The Zenova was trying to overtake the heavy vehicle. I thought, okay, let's, I, I also do that, I follow the guy. Halfway through the Zenova guy, found out, okay, he can't. He can't overtake because there's something else coming from that side. Mm-hmm. So he braked. He could with his brakes, with his disc brakes, whatnot. I couldn't because with all his luggage, it was two people and yeah, I couldn't break in time. I hit the, I hit the boot, the bumper, but the guy fucked off. So oh, we good. fell, but I think we managed pretty well. We moved the motorcycle from the road pretty quick also. Yeah. But besides that, we didn't have any issues. Mm. All the dangerous parts of the trip, like Kode Kanal, Munar and all, we didn't have any problems. Yeah, how do you deal with that? Like, do you have any I, fears and... Uh, fears, definitely. Wild, so, wild both of us this. are vision impaired. Okay. <laughs> both of Why? us are just partially blind. That's <laughs> why I did this entire trip wearing only one contact lens. Oh, no. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so, the whole thing is, again, I'm wearing glasses and he's wearing contact lenses. One contact and lens. One contact lens. So, the whole fogging scene, once we entered Kode Kanal, we started getting foggy. We're wearing goggles. So there's no connection with the nose, but still, you can't wear goggles and in the, my glasses as well. Yeah. It starts getting fogged up. Okay, you take the, the goggles off, you take glasses off because again, otherwise the raindrops come fall on the glasses. You can't see what you're doing. Yeah. So the only way to do it properly is take everything off with yeah. just your eyes. No, I, I, I don't know how he managed it. I, it was just very hard for me. I was struggling. <laughs> but and how safe was it? Like it was uh, very unsafe. It was too unsafe. <laughs> very that's unsafe. What I Extremely to know. Like unsafe. How? <laughs> I think that that's the thrill in it. Like. Definitely. So, okay. I think one thing we didn't mention was uh, we were going to take two bikes uh-huh. for this trip. The second bike being my battered pulsar. Okay, that doesn't have a mudguard. <laughs> we thought it'd be a good idea, but then suddenly Arvind's mother calls and like, dude, listen, check the news and all. There's a full thunderstorm scene. That was a cyclone. Cyclone, cyclone scene. Morning. Huh. In, especially in the like the southern South parts zone, of huh. India. And then even in UP and all, there were a lot of casualties because of this. So this is happening five hours before we're leaving for the trip. And we're like, oh, fuck, now what? So then last minute decision was to go on one motorcycle, which is Arvind's, which is in a much better state. And then we would, throughout the trip, we were like, okay, you know, we might die. We might die. <laughs> the cyclone, but you know, at least we'll have some good footage. Do you remember there was that point uh, once we entered Tamil Nadu, where we just had to stop. Oh the yeah, the wind was too strong. All hell time. broke loose, dude. That shit was the scariest. I think we were going to uh, the Bangalore. Yeah. Huh, yes. On the Bangalore highway, when it became six lanes, that's when uh, the wind. The shit just changed. Yeah. Wind is just coming and like raindrops are punching him in the face. Let it hurt. Oh god. That was something. What did your parents say? Like when you told them, like they were all chill with it or did they have like, don't do this, what's wrong with you? Like like, be safe, right? Hi, yeah. That that was about it. Which I really appreciate by the way. I don't (laughs) think a lot of parents parents would. (laughs) So, but again, this was not really work related, this whole trip. This was just... uh, for the sake of the experience. Yeah. But I, I I, think you can also travel for the sake of your work. At, at least even if it's not for the sake of your work, there's a lot you can take in from your travels to your work. So do you, have you, do you in general or have you maybe with this trip taken away something that is so, more work related? Okay, so as an aspiring filmmaker, every trip I've ever been to, I have documented and I have it in my one hard drive. 
which is uh, I call it Lakshmi. <laughs> and uh, Lakshmi has everything from every trip ever. And now I'm pretty fucked because I don't know <laughs> what to do with all of this footage. It's just so much footage from the past five years okay. of going to different places. And you know, people, friends I make, the places I see, this, that. I don't know what to do with it. Recently, I saw this film called Samsara. Mm-hmm. And that is just an amalgamation of different places, countries, things that they do. And it's just no dialogue whatsoever. It's just clips put with good sound design. And there is some story like they put. So recently, one of my friends, Gokul, asked me to, you know, he's like, you take all of that footage from all of your trips, you make it into one big samsara. So that's a good idea though. I'm working on that right now. Do you guys feel as if when you travel, um, you're in some sort of, you're only in survival mode. Like, you know, your instincts are on. As in, you're not thinking of, say, work or people back home or what you're going to do tomorrow. You're just thinking of what to do in the moment. But then uh, once your travels are done, you know, uh, when you revisit it in your mind, then you find a lot of things that you could pull into your work or into your life. Some some new ideas might kick in. So, I, I don't yeah. know. So, talk, the first thing that you were saying, it, like you're on edge when you're traveling, that I actually haven't felt. Have you? You have, you have. I've I have? Seen you, yeah. When was this? This was at one point where we had been traveling the entire day huh? and we didn't feel tired okay. because there was so much adrenaline. <laughs> Oh, wait. And then we're like, fuck everything. We just have to get to this point right now. Okay. And that's what we did. We didn't give a shit about anything else. I don't remember when exactly this happening, but I remember you telling me that all of my fatigue or, you know, whatever. Okay. It's gone. I'm just focused on getting to the point right now. No, like what Deepak said, there's just uh, just leaving out everything. Like, like you said, any thought about family or work or anything and just being on guard. I mean, yeah, that is, that, that is there. Is that what it is? There. Do you feel you're just focused on easy. commute? Like, you know, it's just about the commute at that moment. But then when you revisit it, when you say, hey, you know, I was at this place and I saw these people and then you re- recall all the observations. That, huh, that, that is definitely true. I think we, I think we think about the people we've met, the place we've been to yeah. in a much more clearer state after towards, it's done, towards the end. I don't think you have the, it's happening so quick. I don't think you process it while it's happening. Right, but even this, even what you were saying about uh, all the clips and all the photographs and everything you have of the trips you've been on, that is still documentation, isn't it? That mm. is still documenting trips. Mm-hmm. But say, say as an artist, mm. what have you not physically? Mm. What have you taken away from your trips that you've sort of imbibed later into your so work? So exactly that. Most of the knowledge that I take away from my trips, only say ten percent of it is proper textbook knowledge or something I learned. Most of it is experiential knowledge. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't even put it into words. It's just that when I face a similar situation, again, I know exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. And it's very instinctual also sometimes. You can't, you don't have any, not instinctual, intuitive. Intuitive, Yeah. Yeah. So like, even the way you control the motorcycle, it's a 200 kg bloody thing. You know, it's not that easy to do. Especially when you're covering long distances. But uh, your reaction timing and everything, you, how you switch gears, how you, you know, everything, that just nobody teaches that. You experience it, you learn it, and then it just makes you better at it. Hmm. So in general, do you think as a creative, not you personally, in general, creatives, do you think they should put more time into just moving, traveling? 
See, we have a thing for it. Okay. So I won't I won't necessarily ask everybody to go and like right. we are outgoing people. That's yes. why we like to do all of this. Hmm. Other people might get something out of things they would rather do. Hmm. But I definitely think a break in the rut of everyday life is definitely like it's absolutely necessary because uh, even uh, even if it's not the destination if it's the journey also you just find a lot of things uh, on your way that might not help you in your work either but then it is definitely a good look at how the rest of the world around you is working and it's it's important by the end of the day like you uh, you feel rooted in your world you feel more involved in it when you do travel that's what i feel so i i was actually asking in a more you know that whole thing where you say uh, design doesn't happen in an office on a desk mm-hmm. so that's what i was asking about do you think that is it's true do you think that that sort of movement or change in environment is crucial for a creative or let's just be more specific for a designer for a designer i don't know much about other these other uh, you know fields of design and how they work hmm. and how i should be hmm. if i were in their okay shoes or whatever but for a filmmaker i think it's very important definitely to go around to know what's happening especially if it's about your country you should at least know all of these things hmm. politics even hmm. what do you think about that deepak what that whole concept of design doesn't happen in an office on a desk i definitely think it's true although I don't get get out that much. It's the kind of ideas that you get while you're on the road, while you're on the go, is something else. Um, it's kind of awesome how you can. Uh, so I did most of my traveling, uh, only when I came to Pune. At least this sort of traveling, you know, just going places, and I loved it. And it's it's awesome how you imbue all these places with different feelings and different thoughts. You go to this place, and then you recall that. the experience you had with the person you were with while going there it's again uh, it's very hard to put into words but then mm-hmm. the break it, it's it's therapeutic like it, it it's a different kind of uh, thought process when you're on the road and that somehow just has helped give anything right actually i i uh, i want to ask a question to jd especially do you ever get bored of it or like does it ever become like a like a part of your life like you know like you going to go after like a span of 2 weeks or 3 weeks or like no is it something which you really used to it no this is one thing i can never get bored of no. going to like it's some it's mm. new things happening yeah. to you constantly how can you ever be bored to all of these new situations you are being put into i think even if your body gives in your mind i think has a craving mm. let's go i think i remember this time when uh, in our last day munar to uh, kochin so at night we were going and then i was riding that is what i was talking, talking about, about. okay yeah. okay right. <laughs> so the road was just uh, there's nothing new happening all right the road is just the same it is ghat roads with forests on either side it's a it's a, it's a ghat roads okay so it's slanting yeah. it's higher up on one side it's lower on you know it's a pit or something on the other side and uh, my parents are also on the same route but we don't know where we don't know if they're ahead of us or behind us i think they were behind us i think yeah and, uh, and this this kept on uh, was very stagnant all right um for about 50 40 50 maybe even 70 km maybe 50 70 km 
Yeah, and keep in mind we had already traveled 500 kilometers that day. That day, the 500 day. plus kilometers from. And this is after about nine o'clock, ten o'clock. This yeah. is pretty late. No, it's even later. What is it? It's after we had dinner. It's isn't it? after. It's yes. like so it's after eleven. Oh yes. <laughs> and so after a while, uh, this just kept going. It was very stagnant. And after a while, I got tunnel vision. And I know what this sounds like theoretically. I've always known what this would possibly feel like. Was the first time I ever felt it. It just felt like one of those VR videos where you're, you know, going through a tunnel and you feel like, oh fuck, mm. when that gets to you, that's what it felt like. You don't. I I didn't feel like I was. Con- I had any control over the motorcycle. I w- it was just happening, somehow. And the roads are curving. Nothing bad is happening. Everything's in control. There's not enough light. There's only light in front of you. You can see the road. The <laughs> no road is also No street lamps. Nothing. Nothing bad happening. Constant speed also. Rain coming and going. And uh-huh. again, I can just see maybe what, 20, 25 feet ahead of me. Yeah. And it's just this. And it got to me after a while. It... Yeah, and this guy was fully freaking out. He <laughs> stopped for a smoke, okay. And uh, Arvind, I said, Arvind, is it a good idea to smoke? Like your parents are right behind us. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. We'll smoke. Let's, go. let's have chat. Okay, okay, yeah, that's good. Okay, and I will go. Fuck. And then he's telling me about this tunnel vision scene, and I'm like, ah, oh, that happens. <laughs> Dude, this guy was just that white line on the middle of the road. He's just following that. Okay, he's just going. Yeah, sir. That was, <laughs> that was too scary, though. That was the oddest thing I yeah ever experienced in life in terms of moving. But again, again, coming back to what you were asking, I don't think mentally you ever feel tired of change. We all crave change. I think. Mm. Change to an extent is inevitable after all. But physically you can, your body can give up. Obviously you can fall asleep, you can, you know, all that can happen. This can happen. Mm. But I don't know. At least I don't, I'm sure he doesn't either feel bored of just moving around. I'm sure people sometimes feel the need for that sense of belonging, that home, coming back home, mm-hmm. which I think I, I also do. But yeah. again, that's a very, uh, that's a different, totally different kind of feeling. Mm. I don't think it's got anything to do with the idea of moving around. What do you guys um, think you took away from the people you met on trips like this? Any special memory or anything? Yeah, do you learn a lot about yourself? I don't know about learning a lot about myself or anything. There was this instance when I was coming back. on. So when I came back, I took three days to get back. And the third day was... Uh, so that was faster, right? It was fast. We okay. got went to a lot of destinations as well mm. when we went home. You made like a full question mark yeah, on the map of just, Zigzagged our way through. But coming back, I was very pretty straightforward. I just started from Cochin. First stop was Mangalore. I just stuck to the western coast, Mangalore, and then Goa. Till Goa, I stuck to the coast. After Goa, I just cut in to come to Pune. So on the last day, three days each. Last day was uh, Goa to Pune. And there's this thing I remember once I started from Goa at about 5, 5.30 in the morning. There was this guy on another end field. It was a standard 350. Again, very distinct, distinctly, I remember this was a very old Enfield. He he was not wearing any shoes. He was wearing flip-flops. Uh, but he had luggage. He had luggage. He had a red raincoat and a helmet. So I'm, I'm never seeing his face. He's not seeing my face. And I figured, I'm, I'm guessing he's going to Bombay or somewhere on the same route. So I'm, I'm, we're constantly sort of seeing each other. One of us is in front of the other. We constantly, so once we catch up to the other person, we don't, you know, try to overtake or just leave. We just follow the other person. It's... There is some sense of comfort in that to an extent. There's nobody else on the road. It's foggy. It's pretty early in the morning. And I remember this happened twice. 
he stopped first and uh, i i didn't stop on him for a while i was confused i thought oh, what, should, should i stop as well because i didn't want to break that flow the flow just felt too good but then i carried on regardless then i found this tapri as i'd stop there to have chai whatever what not and this guy is riding past by i i can hear his enfield i i knew okay i knew there's nobody else on the road i didn't see anyone and i i heard the enfield uh, i know it's this guy and i saw him come around the corner and we made eye contact so thing is we don't know each other we haven't even seen each other's faces we both nod at each other we sort of acknowledge each other's presence there was some bond some unspoken bond even though we don't just know each other at all this happened one more time when i was riding and he had stopped that was it <laughs> don't know his name don't know where he's from nothing about him. so again i i don't know if it's taught me anything per se but it, but yeah we, this sort of thing it feels too good even when we were going we met uh, quite a few interesting kinds of people okay so mm. this one we we stopped again um i think after chennai we were going somewhere and we stopped and we stopped uh, this is right after we were uh in the like trapped in that river okay so right after that we're like ha fuck yes we made it out let's go get some water okay we go to get water and this guy just fuck servant off he said something no he ah he said something tamil i forgot what yeah he's like fuck you servant uh, just don't come near me <laughs> so uh right after that we're going and uh, I'm sitting on the back and Arvind's riding okay and I said Arvind stop right now I just saw like a shiny bike we have to go back to uh so Arvind's like ha huh. so in the middle of the express we take a u turn go back and there is this one diesel bullet okay and it's a rare sight so we're just looking at it and then there's one mechanic you know he's fixing an MAT in the background and there's five guys you know sitting right here wearing white so this one guy from that uh, circle gets up and says uh, who are you guys tell us something about you you know wh- why you do you like this bike so we're like yeah, yeah we stopped just for this bike so we're like you want to go on a ride so we're like yeah fuck yes like ha huh, go so both of us took turns on that diesel bullet came back and then this guy is telling us that he is an ex cid officer now retired he's talking to us in english brother yeah it, and this is the middle of nowhere middle It's of nowhere not urban or anything it's a very rural area <laughs> So he's like, yeah, no, I've done my, you know, spy shit and all. <laughs> But yeah, so like, oh, is this your bike? And it wasn't even his bike; it was the mechanic's bike. But the mechanic was also a very kind person. So that was fun. We we got a picture with them, and then we left. Don't Welcoming have... people and harsh people. You know, you have the same kind of story with the dog in Kasol. I, I do. Do you? Because I've seen a throwback picture with the same dog. Yeah, yeah. What was that about? <laughs> yeah, I keep meeting that dog, dude. Every time <laughs> no. I go, it's always there. It's like a people's dog. It climbs up with you, comes down with you. Oh, but you know, all he wants is food. I think this <laughs> is what this is what it's all about. I think these experiences like this, yeah. even if at night, Jerry Mukund and I, we go to the toll at least, at the least. <laughs> even if it's late, we're hungry, we're craving, you know, food, water, smoke, regardless. you go at least to the toll i think even even short trips like this you can things like this just happen you know there's a lot of other things that happen and these are the things that make a difference it doesn't matter if you're going on a long trip or yeah it doesn't really matter what the destination is how if it's special or not it's these things that happen on the way 
on on route on these trips mm-hmm. okay so there's one thing if like when you're traveling with uh, your friends or whatever it may you have to be like a very patient oh yes. you have a person okay you have to be calm deal with situations calmly and sometimes it's fine you know like sometimes when shit gets bad shit gets bad there's nothing you can do about it but always choose to you know be very uh, how do i say it just don't don't lash out mm-hmm. okay <laughs> i'm not talking about you i'm talking about myself so because i have i have had this before also and um, it's very easy to lose control sometimes but just know when there's other people around you you have to be more careful right that and you when you're going on trips you can't be like a very finicky person you have to learn how to adapt like some some places i've stayed at didn't have washrooms oh and good food and like you know really bad living conditions and all but on the go it's fine like you, because you're out of your comfort zone you need to know how to do all of this you can't be mm-hmm. you know i don't want to eat here i don't want to go here i don't want to shit here just leave all of that aside you're not in your city anymore i think that's when you also feel the most human yeah you have to like you said survive i think that's it then yeah that was damn fun <laughs> i'm sure you have lots and lots so much more yeah but yeah. then we'll just wait for uh, jd yeah, in track mode samsara thing yeah my samsara thing yeah yeah, yeah. wait for that like <laughs> i'll definitely come out hmm. this is not a paid promotion no <laughs> <laughs> i guess that was a uh, meanwhile by tribe yeah today we had with us kamika uh, deepak and uh, jd i'm arvind and uh, thank you for listening